right, cool. Yes, welcome to the Best Kept Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, and I am not alone. I am joined by man like Blaze and man like Philo. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, what's up? What's good, gents? Yeah, nah, I'm all good. Tired, but we here, dog. Hey, sh- the struggle, man. The struggle, the struggle. <laughs> I mean, you know, times are tough out here. I won't lie to you hey, guys. COVID really did a <laughs> number on us, guys. The streets is crazy. Hey, COVID. Hey, hey, racism. Everything, mm. bro. It's all coming at us full blow, bro. It's tough, bro. Hey, it's been you know, a, it's been a long. It's, it's been a long. How y'all been, doing, man? Yeah. I'm calm, bro. I'm calm. Real thing, dog. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this week, what I want to talk about is um, I want us to discuss the. The Nasty C song with T.I. Obviously, it came, you know, yeah. right on time with what's going on right now in the world. In terms of like, the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And it was a very timely song. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I want to talk about that. And also just like um, the, the the collaborations, you know, between our essay artists and international artists. Um, how... How big of a deal is it? Does it make a huge difference? Yeah. You know, or because we've had some people in the past who have done collaborations and they didn't, you know, peak as much. So I want to talk about that as well. Yeah. But mm. right from the get go, I want to speak about this song with Ti and how you guys are feeling about that song. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll start it off. I think for me personally, like it was a dope song in terms of the message. I really liked, you know, what what was being spoken about, obviously, since it's such a relevant issue now. And it's been such a relevant issue for years to come, you know. And it's actually dope to just see artists use their platform um, and especially use their talents in terms of the music to spread such a message because they know that people are out here trying to hear that from them. Uh, Definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, this this was definitely a long time coming too. And it's kind of nice, you know, that it was it was this type of yeah. message, you know, that it wasn't a just a trap club, you know, type of banger. It held some, you know, substance. I kind of like that, you know. I heard some people kind of saying, ah, they wanted, you know, that hit, that club hitter. But I mean, mm. it's just for me, it's fitting. Um, I really like how Nasty, you know, he, Nasty, like with the vocals, he's kind of like a young thug, you know. He kind of, he, he, he plays with these vocals, you know what I'm saying? And... Uh, I like that he kind of stood out for me yeah. there. But T.I., you know, cool verse. He gave the shout-outs, you know, to, to uh, George Floyd. Uh, who was it else there? Uh, Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Oh, Breonna Taylor. Sandra Bland. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. So, um, yeah, I really like that. I really like what they did together there. And I, I think really one really other dope. thing as well is the fact that, you know, just looking at Nasty C interviews, like from the start, one of the things that he he always said was that you know he grew up listening to Tip, so to actually see them collab is something that's pretty dope for him as well, mm. you know. Exactly, exactly. He put that out there in the universe. That's one of the features he's always wanted. Mm. I remember. Yeah, that um, and, that and Thugga. We need the Thugga as well. In his on his list on his list, there's Rihanna, there's Adele, there's Thugga, there's Tip, mm. and there's Wayne. You know, and, <laughs> um, so now with the with 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 the, with the Ti one, um, they you know they they formed a relationship I think like a year or two ago, 
you know, they started, you know, mm. um, being in contact with each other. Um, and so I think for, for the longest time, they were trying to figure out, like, you know, the best way forward in terms of making a song. And this song that Nasty C put out now, this is an old song, right? And then mm. because of what's going on now, um, he, you know, he updated it a few places here and there. And then obviously the TI verse was written, like, the week the song was released basically you know recently and mm. so um i'm i'm hoping that they they do have other stuff you know in in in, in the vault together you know because yeah this song was cool it, it, you know it's, it's, it's got a message and everything um but for some reason i don't know why but for some reason i feel like necessary being such a big fan of ti this isn't really like the ideal song he he would have wanted to do with Ti, you know, as something to say, yo, like I've I'm taking this off my off my list. It's a great song, and I'm sure like he's happy to do a song like this, but I'm sure he wants you know another one where like you know it showcases the Ti that he fell in love with, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. I think we're gonna we're gonna get more from the two. And he has been very supportive of Nasty C. He's been very vocal and supportive of his thing, you know, from from the get go. So it's it's it was nice to see it finally, you know, come to fruition. Mm. But more than anything, it was nice that you know they actually got together on a song that yeah. you know means so much to people, mm -hmm. you know, with such mm. a strong message. Mm. But yeah, this man yeah, is really God growing in leaps and bounds, bro. Yeah, no, true. Definitely. Like I love to see him elevate, you know. He's surpassing, you know, levels we, we just didn't assume, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like now I think it's telling of how hard he's been working for the last, you know, five how long? Five years now? Yeah. You know? And you can see, you know, the footprint he's left now and he's really starting to, you know, touch new territories. And I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to see what Yeah, he's because going. you know, when you think about it, it's not just him at the end of the day, it's like what he's doing is opening a door for a lot of people over the years. Like there's going to be so many artists that are going to look up to this blueprint and be like, you know what, I need to move like this. And it's going to help people, you know, be like, damn, I can actually reach these levels. Yeah. My thing is that um, what I like the most is that, um, I don't know if I was talking to you, Days. This is a few weeks ago, mm. though. And I was saying how um, <clears throat> people like AKA, you know, they, you know, they came in and took over from the people who were, who, who were, here, who were here before them, you know. Yeah. But even the mm, AKAs could mm, only, mm. you know, take it that far, so far or so far before mm. reaching some mm. sort of ceiling. You know, there's like a glass ceiling that they mm. reached, right? And yeah. then yeah. now with the nasties, nasty, see, for him now to get on swear in the morning, right? That's just going to be like another thing now that these guys are going to be taking off. It's not going to be as big of a deal as it was mm, when we were exactly. seeing, it's like standard you know, the, the, the Caspers and the AKs. We were like, yo, this is actually happening. Like these guys are on Sway in the morning, right? So the, the next guys coming mm. up, for them, it's just going to be like another thing. They're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm on Sway in the morning, cool, you know? But yeah. by then, because yeah. the Nasty C and Shane and these guys are going to, you know, you know, take the baton and run with it even further... And then eventually they'll yeah. get to a ceiling as well, you know? Yeah. And then it'll allow for the next guys to take it from there and push it forward. And yeah. go further. Mm. Yeah, because mm. like 
when you see, you know, NFTC um, doing all these shows in London and all these things, it's it's very unusual for a SA rapper to be playing those kind of shows consistently, yeah. might I add. You know, I think Dumi, when Dumi is still touring with um, Dumi um, uh, and the volume, you know, Stogie T now, he was the guy, you know, performing in Oslo and, and all these places, like all these crazy weird European places, right? Yeah. And he was touring consistently. He wasn't touring as much here in SA, but for him, it became like a norm. Like, yeah, I'm touring in Europe. Like, that's that's what we do, you know, as, as um, do me on the volume, right? Yeah. But for the mm. other cats back at home, like your um, your reasons, your questions, and them, that was like a foreign concept to them. Like, what? Like, you know? Exactly. But for for the Nasty Seas and the Shane Eagles, you know, the Shane Eagles in them, for them, it's like, yeah. I was on tour with Buzz. Like, Shane was on tour with Buzz, dude. Like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, come y- on, bro. Easy. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's up yeah, there, that was bro. Huge, I mean, bro. You know, like, unimaginable. And so I think um, I really like where this is going. And what I've also noticed is that there's this energy with, or this attitude with mm. um, the new school of, like, we're not waiting for people to give us what we owe. We're going to take it. We're demanding it, exactly. you know, we're making our own moves. We're not waiting on people to, you know, to, to recognize our talents. And I think that's what I've really enjoyed. That's what I've really enjoyed from the new school and the new wave. They're doing shit by themselves. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah, like, and okay, you've realized, I don't have a record label, cool. Yeah, and you've realized how many of them have actually taken them. Yeah, like you said, how many of them have actually taken the independent route. And it's just showing that, you know, yeah. we don't need, like people don't need these record labels anymore, you know? Like, you can do yeah. it yourself. But guys, I want to just... Sorry to cut you off, but I just want to say, why Why does it feel like, you know, that was almost a forced hand, you know? Like, it didn't feel... It felt like at a point, you know, the industry was thriving and then all of a sudden, people weren't just getting in, you know? People weren't really being let in or, or, or ushered in. I don't know what's the correct use of... You know, with, uh, correct uh, word to use there, but I mean, like, mm-hmm. people didn't reach out anymore you know so people started saying you know what fuck it i'm gonna just start dropping my own shit i'm gonna start you know pushing my own brand my own deals so i just think why why does it feel like there was in 2014 this huge burst and all these brands coming in and everybody helping each other and then all of a sudden just started breaking down you know what i'm saying because here's what i say is that um i would say that it's 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 a you know, it's a culmination of a few things. But one thing, when, you, when you're talking speak 2014, right? You're saying 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying 2014, 2015, when you look back at that, that was the, that was the, the time where SA Hip Hop shifted. There was a literal mm. shift. Yeah. When Kara Kara dropped, mm. when Dosh Shibaliza dropped, when Boom Shakalaka yeah. dropped, Kid X and, and Chris, there was a, a, a shift sonically. And that sonic shift allowed for hip hop to penetrate and, 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 and just occupy a bigger space in the culture. 2014, 2013, 2014, 2015, right? Yeah. And so now you have now these people, these corporations, you know, now there's a spotlight on SA hip hop. Yo, what's going on? That's where the money mm-hmm. is now, right? That's where the, the, the consumers are. That's where the audience is. So let's put our money in there. Then, you know, people like your KOs, they had like, you know, they, they started having like their merge and all these things, Casper opened up a store, yeah. all these things, right? And it seemed like, okay, everyone is eating, right? But I feel like mm. 
people didn't have sustainable plans. There was mm. just like, this is a moment mm. thing. I'm getting this while I'm still hot. Yeah. There wasn't really yeah. a, a long-term sustainable plan in place for a lot of these guys, you know? Because when you look at um, KO and his merch, I don't think he's is he even still selling that stuff, you know? I don't even think so. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, now and then, if you go to a show, there'll be a, a family tree pop-up here and there, but all those things mm. aren't as... They just seem insignificant all of a sudden mm. again, you know? Yeah. Mm. And I think mm. now mm. with with these guys, you know, especially, especially someone like Nasty C, you know, I feel like this guy really studied the game and when he got in, he put his head down and he was just working and working and working and working. And he's one of the guys who it seems like he has a long-term sustainable plan, you know? And so over time, I think you're going to see, also with the help of social media, you're going to see more people just coming up and saying, yo, look, man, this is what I'm doing, and this is how I'm doing it. Um, I'm not going to wait for, you know, a, a, a big company to, you know, put a co-sign or to support my brand. Exactly. Yeah. I'm doing this shit. This, it's part of, it's, it's like an extension of my music. If you, like, if you like my music, then here's something else that you can enjoy with my music. It's like another part of who I am as an artist, you know? And I think that's how these guys are looking at, the, at their stuff outside of the music. They're like, yo, I make music. You like my music. You come to my show, you know, you vibe out at the show. But then when you go home, I want you to have this thing. That's an extension of the, the person that you like, the artist that you like. And I think that's how a lot of these guys are approaching me. Every, every artist that I've spoken to who's in the new school, new wave, whatever, a lot of them are thinking in that way, you know? But, like, I mean, only time will tell, you know? Give it time, we'll see who's still around, you know? But that's just... Mm-hmm. And obviously now there's also, you know, um, the whole thing of America or the Western, you know, looking into africa for for talent and inspiration and, mm. and you know sonic inspiration and all yeah. these things right i want to know from you guys now how do you feel about def jam setting up shop here in africa um lagos and johannesburg do you think that it's going to benefit you know our artists or is it just going to be one of those things again where it's all talk but no show i want to know from you guys how you feel about that Okay, personally for me, I feel like it all depends on what they're trying to do. I mean, if they're trying to get an international reach, then I feel like Def Jam is probably the perfect um, way to go because obviously in terms of its standing in the U.S. market, if they set up here, then it's definitely going to help in terms of getting our artists known and listened to that side. So if the purpose is basically for growth on an international scale, then I feel like it's the perfect way to go, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think with uh, my only uh, problems with uh, the move would be the original or the, the, the parent label, the actual Def Jam label has no head. You know, nobody's really running Def Jam right now. So to me, it's like, how would that now affect the subsidiary you know, how would that now trickle down to us? Would that now slow things down for our artists if, you know, Def Jam itself has not really been at the forefront right now? You know, so that's another thing I look at is to see, well, 
you know right now the 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 main powerhouse is not even operating at full efficiency so now are you, when are you, you referring to down your def jam us yes oh yeah yes. it's 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 a bit tricky but from what i know mm-hmm. and what i understand obviously now def jam is mm-hmm. um a subsidiary of universal music mm-hmm. and so there isn't much difference really between Def Jam Africa and Universal South Africa because they're under the same mm-hmm. company in a way. Like when you look at the the, yeah. the, the company structures, um, Universal Music US owns a bunch of labels, right? Um, yeah. And Def Jam is one of them. You know, Island, mm-hmm. um, Polydor, um, I think Republic as well. A lot of major, major labels are actually under Universal. Universal, you know? yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the reason why we can maybe say it helps though is because if you look at Def Jam in terms of the culture in general, in terms of hip-hop culture, like it's a big name within the culture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if artists are coming from Def Jam, people will listen. I mean, Universal has everyone, understandable, but when we think about hip-hop and we think about the culture, we don't really think about Universal. We'll think about your Def Jams or we'll think about your Maybach music. You know what I'm trying to say? So Def Jam, mm. in terms of it being a hip-hop or a culture, a culture group, could help in terms of advancing that um, international yeah. growth. True, but like what like CZ said, though, okay, if, if um, the parent then is Universal, now there comes a, 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 an exchange where artists who already signed on Universal seem to have now moved over to Def Jam Africa. Yeah. So now how is that really helping, you know? How is that really helping, um, you know, the growth of our artists at this point when these guys already have been signed, these guys already have had some sort of traction. This is not new to them. They're just almost being moved around, you know? How does that really So this is what help? I'll say. Um, yeah, I did a bit of, you know, a bit of reading up on a few things and, Mm -hmm. um, Universal South Africa, Mm -hmm. much like Mm -hmm. Universal US is very broad in, in, in terms of the, the different genres that they, you know, that they work with or that they Mm -hmm. provide, right. In terms of artists and Mm -hmm. yeah. Everything that I've been told about Def Jam Africa, all I'm hearing is, you know, they want to, they want to, um, they want to expose more um, trap, Afro beats, and hip hop. That's that's like the whole thing, yeah. you know. They want to, and so my my understanding is that they want to take our local artists who are in um, these genres or in the space of hip hop, trap, and Afro beats, and um, mm-hmm you know, be that bridge between the, the, the West and, and, and Africa, you know? Because as we all know, I think, I mean, we've been speaking about this for like maybe three years now, four years even maybe, how it was always going to get to a point where um, Americans were going to run out of, out of like inspiring sounds, you know? And, mm, yeah. and that's why, you know, the rise of WizKid your Davidos and your and now your mm. burners, you know? Burner. Because yeah. 
I feel like in terms of American sounds, they're, they're very stagnant right now, you know? And yeah. so they are coming into Africa looking for new and fresh ideas, you know, new sounds, yeah. you know, to take back home and say, oh, yeah. this is what's popping out there. You know, let's, let's bring it into this market. Let's bring it into this melting pot of different sounds that we already have, right? So you think so you think it's just to so you think it's just to boost the American the American scene really. So not, not necessarily using yeah. the word exploitation but like it's kind of just nitpicking from us in order to enhance themselves is that what you're trying to say? Not really. I wouldn't say it like that. I, I, my thing is like I'm saying that they're looking for something exciting now again, right? Yeah. And so yeah. um you know a year from now we don't know. We might see a I don't know we might see an American rapper making a song with you know one of these guys on this roster you know we might see that happening yeah um which is also the reason why um now Epic Records has just signed Shoma Josie right mm. Mm. similar That's thing crazy. again but now I don't know if you guys know this um it's not Obviously, it's an international deal, which is a big deal, obviously, yeah. you know, Maya to the world. Yes, we love that. Um, but they're working with Sony Music Africa to develop yeah. um, okay. to develop her sound so that they can, you know, package her nicely for the Western market. You know, it's not yeah. about diluting her sound oh, or whatever, okay. but they're just working together. So Epic Records, Ep Epic USA is working with Sony mm -hmm. Africa. You know, to basically A yeah. and R Maya's um, transition from just local to international. You know, yeah. Oh, so, to break into that market. Yeah. Basically. So there's like there's like a system in place for that. Um, there's also this um, agency called UTA, United Talent Agency. Mm. They are also part of the Maya deal. So is um, I think paradigm international now these these agencies i just mentioned now uta and paradigm they work they specialize in um talent you know managing talent, talent agencies, developing yeah. talent you know agencies right and so yeah. somewhere in that mix of this epic records deal uta is there you know to really properly nurture this artist that is shoma josie right and so now yeah in terms of Def Jam Africa, I don't know what the contracts look like. I don't know who is involved. I don't know what, you know, what structures they have in place to make sure that, you know, these artists actually gain something from this, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's my only I, thing. I'm just wary about that. I don't know how you feel. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I feel like with this in specific, like it's one of those things where we can just really just speculate mm. and we have to see it actually be like it actually has to happen first. Like it has, there has to be some action before we can actually decipher what's actually going to happen. Yeah. But for me personally, I'm like, if we're looking at international growth, just like you said, um, with regards to show my Josie, you know, if this is exactly how it's going to work in the same way, then it's definitely a good start in terms of international growth and trying to um get our artists to appeal to the western world as well mm. you know because obviously as an artist you do want to expand in terms of your reach your fans and your audience so you know it's really about that 
Yeah, like I'd also add there, like it's definitely dope to see a bridge, you know, really a solid bridge being built between them and us, you know, kind of like it's, it's, it's it was so hard for us to really go that side or appeal to that market or to branch yeah. out, you know, but now there's kind of, you know, more bridges coming in through these type of deals, like with Def Jam Africa, like with Sony, what they're doing with Maya, like I, I, that makes me happy personally, just to see that at least they are actually directly looking at us and saying okay what can we do how can we help how can we grow you know so that that's a plus for me yeah i just i just hope you know i really hope that um if if uh, that's the case yeah yeah, i just really hope that it, it won't be a case of this person signed to def jam and then Mm -hmm. they were never really heard of they just shelf them you know yeah. You just sit on the shelf. But you see, I mean, one of my fears is that they sign. Like, my, my thing is, I feel like, you know, I don't want it to be a situation where it's like we sign, like, how they're kind of doing it right now. We're just going to take these guys and then just, you know, push them further. Like, yeah. that's cool and all, but let's start from the bottom as well. There's a lot of talent on the ground, you know what I'm saying, that hasn't even yeah. had any sort of, you know, look. Yeah. So I think. If they start to look there more, I'll be a bit more happy about that, you know. Yeah, but I think as well, like as a startup, in terms of like trying to appeal to the masses, like you have to get the big names first. Get the big names you down can start first, and then you know, and start looking at other people that are coming up. So the fact yeah. that they have their nasty C's, we're all like, oh, okay, this is something. This is a project. Cast so now, when they start DM, going, you know, yeah. then it gives them room to actually look elsewhere as well. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw. Um, but from what I know and what I've been told so far is that out of all these artists, because remember, Nasty C was the first one they announced, right? And yeah. when they announced yeah. it, it wasn't Def Jam Africa. They were like, Nasty C signs to Def Jam. And then yeah. weeks later, yeah. we heard of Def Jam Africa. And then all of a sudden, like all these artists want Def Jam Africa, right? Um, yeah. And so in terms of Nasty C's upcoming album, Zulman with some power. My understanding is that it's going to be released through Def Jam US, which is quite a big deal. Now, yeah, I, true. yeah, I Could don't be. know then now with the other guys if Casper is releasing his album in September. Is he getting no? A, the is, other guys are released Def, on Def Jam because Nasty C is apparently Nasty C is signed to Def Jam Africa. He's the only one. He's the only one signed to Def Jam US, Nasty C. The rest are all Def Jam Africa. But Nasty C's uh, name is so, on the African so roster, Def... though. That's what I'm, that's what yeah, I'm he's saying. part of it. He's part of Def it. Jam he's Africa. part of it. But he's the only one with a Def Jam contract, like an actual Def Jam contract. Like, no Africa. He has that. Yeah. And then he has the Africa one. Okay. Double up. Yeah, see, this thing is so confusing, dude, with all these labels <laughs> down there. <laughs> like, I'm so confused. I'm like, then what's the need, bro? That's the thing I'm saying. It's like people are shuffling niggas around. He's here, he's here, he's there. Hey, can everyone just be one place and then let other guys fill in those positions? That's all that. Yeah, no, true. eh? (laughs) But we'll see how it plays out. So you're saying that Nasty C is signed to Def Jam US. Yeah. And then all the other guys are only signed to Def Jam Africa. Yes, yes. So we we can expect like a Casper album in September to drop through Def Jam Africa and yes, not through not Def Jam Def Jam yeah 
Okay. Yeah. It's right. only it's only nasty. Yeah. He's the chosen one. But yeah, man, you're right, Grace. I would like to see more of like, you know, them, you know, unearthing new talent. Mm. They need to really mm. work with, you know, local local agencies, local ARs, people who have mm. their ears to the ground and say, look, man, um, we can provide you guys with the resources. We can back you guys up. You know, in terms of money, we can back you guys up with the budget. Just go out there and find us, you know, the best talent South Africa has to offer or Africa has to offer, you know? Yeah. And so Period. it's like, you know, you said it right. You said for now, yeah, start with the guys who are already established so you can, you know, make it more appealing to everyone else. But yeah. they, mustn't, they, they mustn't take the easy way out, man. They mustn't take the easy road. Mm. They must really put in the work, yeah, true. you know, develop artists, like actually develop artists because exactly. a lot of the time, I feel like most record labels don't understand, you know, the thing of developing artists. You can sign... Oh, especially you, now. You can sign an There's artist no because now. an artist can sing well. But there's so much more to that. You need to nurture... Oh, because it's got popping numbers. Yeah. And sometimes a person, you know, can have insane numbers then you sign them but in terms mm. of like of his artistry and everything else it, it's lacking mm. and mm. labels should really should really really invest in that that's the only time i'm going to be impressed by whatever they choose to do in africa is when i see yeah. them actually like you know it's saying yo we found this artist you know they have i don't know a, a thousand followers they get like a thousand streams or whatever and we've developed them into this thing now. For me, that's when it matters the most. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just like, well, then, whatever, dude. Honestly. What's the point? Me. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Exactly. Bro. You know? Exactly. But we'll see. You know, Definitely. we'll see. Um, a, lot of, a lot of great musicians have gone through the Def Jam route in terms of subsidiary um, labels. Your Huma Sigellas, you know, they mm. were a part of, you know, subsidiary labels. De- um, universal yeah. Def Jam subsidiary labels so we'll see man yeah I think it's a step in the right direction for the new era in African music yeah exactly. sure this is I feel like and this feel is like a new know, era African music African music's gonna play a much bigger role in the future to come like yeah. I can see it happening yeah, yeah it's gonna be one of those things again where we're going back to now like your fella cooties and your humor together like I just mentioned you know it's going to get mm. to a point where people like Burner Boy are going to be such sacred artists, you know, Huge. like, mm. you know, exactly. and so I'm, 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 I'm excited, man. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for the artists. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Let's see, man. <laughs> let's you know. see. Let's see. Yeah. But yeah, um, let's wrap this one up. I don't know if you guys are listening to anything exciting this week that you'd like to share uh, that you'd like to put on hey i was still i'm still on my catch-up game but i also i'm starting From to listen year. to that new that new black ep that he recently released so and i'm trying to get through Cubs' album because it's three hours is a lot dude <laughs> three hours <laughs> is a lot. wait the album's three hours Dude, it's three hours. It's like twenty-four. Yes. Those niggas have like thirty tracks, go bro. Niggas, I'm not listening. I go to niggas, dog. <laughs> what do you mean you're not listening? You bro, have to, bro. Chris Brown gave us 
a 30 track album and then he <laughs> gave us a, and then he listen, gave us a yeah. deluxe version with like 15 more tracks nah nah dog, nah like nah. the early psychopaths bro what's wrong with this privacy dog yeah please guys no man nah nah nah, nah. guys hi there's no need for 30 songs on the album, bro. <laughs> the thing is, you're in lockdown, so what else are you doing? You, nah, you but 30 songs, dog. Anytime, even if I'm dead, anything, bro. <laughs> I'm never gonna listen <laughs> to 30 songs. <laughs> bro, 30 songs. Hey, hey, that's too much, dog. I'm sorry. But look, dog, for me personally, dog, I've been uh, listening to uh, uh, Wale's, Wale's new EP. Oof. She's crazy. Oof. She's crazy. Yo. Oh. Man. I've been playing that. Um, I've been playing uh, Malachi dropped a new track called We Move. Yeah. Definitely dope track from him. Um, his EP, A Wicked Romance, I think is dropping. Soon. Uh, today, soon. I guess. Whenever you hear this, it's dropping soon. <laughs> it's yeah. coming soon. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely. That's really what I've been playing. You? Me? Hey, yo, guys. I'm going to put you on right now, okay? You know me, I'm always, I'm almost coming with the other vibes, bruh. There's, there's, there's this, um, uh, Belgian Congolese woman. Mm, 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 Let me tell you, Congolese. Yeah, she's (laughs) from Congo. I think like she grew up in, in Belgium or whatever, because it's one of those things. Yeah. But, um, her name is Luce. L-O-U-S. L-O-U-S. So, the name is Luz and the Yakuza. The Yakuza. Yakuza is Y-A-K-U-Z-A. Does she she sing or rap in English or French? Luz and the Yakuza. So, she basically, like, she's got, like, nice vocals, but it's it's really on, like, a rap tempo, I'd say, you know? Is it in English or French? It's in French. Oh, you know me, bruh. Okay. You know? Of course. <laughs> so the name of the song that I've been really, really vibing to right now is a song called Solo and another one called Dilemma. Her visuals, though, her visuals are insane. So, yeah. Um, everyone, go check that out. We'll put that in the, in the description. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the description and whatever else. Wherever we can. Okay, alright, I'll check it out myself. So yeah, until yes, sir. next time, uh, peace and love. <laughs>